was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from goodcleanfunlife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I'm choking to death. (laughs) Well-timed. Well-timed. So, excuse me. I'm so sorry. One moment. I'm going to mute you. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I, I might need to redo the opener. Like I've been trying, it mutes us when the opener is playing, but then I unmute it so that I can have that fade out. Uh-huh. I just wanted to make sure that that's, that that's working out, but. Oh, I think um, it sounds fine. I wanted to mention if you haven't, uh, this is my voice for the rest of the day. So we <laughs> are talking fine just a minute ago. It really, it's so funny. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to pause and cough. And then I want you to, I want to, I want to ask you how long ago was your 10 year anniversary? Because mm. um, there was a good, clean, fun life, 10 anniversary clip in there in the video. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I guess the, the 10 year anniversary of good, clean, fun, which we started as just the website was uh Oh, oh nine, we started, right? So, so 19, that was 2019. So 19 was, and then, so now what we're, I guess what we're coming up on is essentially the 10 year anniversary of us doing this full time as a business. So, well, what was, what was amusing to me was to see the, to see the little 10 circle in the, yeah. in the video, in the beginning of, of the thing, because I was, uh, much younger then, and I'm like, wow, how long ago was that? <laughs> yeah, right. And it's, I mean, and it, it's been I guess, a long five years for me, so that's fair. <laughs> it's it's been a long five years for everybody, I think. And I guess we started this format around that around that time. Is uh, I mean, because we had done it at Bethany Blues for a while. I mean, we had we had done it all over the place way back when. But this is the I feel like the longest running setup is Version, the, yeah. The, the, yeah the streamyard us talking and um, I don't know saves travel time. Well, I think I think the uh, the pandemic kind of sealed it. But even before the pandemic, I'd kind of stopped leaving my house like a maniac. And <laughs> once once we figured out that we could do this, and I could not have to leave my house, it was really really hard for me to yeah leave my house. Yeah, wow. I should do more interviews like this for other things, for my other uh, Dewey Raw podcast or, or you know, it is, this tool also, StreamYard, is a pretty, I think. Oh, yes. No, it's robust. It's, it's... No complaints. Robust and, I don't, and I don't think, I don't think any of our listeners will have any complaints from the audio. Um, yeah. Nobody, nobody has so far. And I think it works out very well. So anyway, Todd gets to drink because he lives here. I get to drink because I have to live here, whatever that goes like i'm so sorry for choking to death as the show got started but as you know if you're a long-time listener we don't go back and fix anything and if you're a new listener we don't go back and fix anything but it's never this bad it hasn't been this bad in a very very long time (laughs) and if you're watching um 
I think I've I've made my mustache lopsided. So I, I think that there's a uh, oh wow, it is right? now. It, it, it is wasn't that, before. Is that, is that very obvious oh, on solo screen for that? Just uh, yes, it's, yeah, it's it's obvious once you point it out. I wasn't, I didn't, it didn't leap out at me. But once you uh-huh. once you pointed it out, I I said, well, that that is a lopsided mustache if I ever have seen one. Uh, my own personal mustache, I don't trim at all. I'm gonna do the whole. Uh, I mean, my hair grows very slowly. I've got mm-hmm. a baby face, but I'm gonna just do the whole Sam Elliott thing. I'll I'll grow it. It goes over my lips now. I do a lot of this, you know. Uh, pushing it out of the way with my fingers a la snidely uh snidely whiplash whiplash yes <laughs> <laughs> um we got a lot of stuff to get over today um in yeah. the in the history portion we're going to go over the ocean city inlet um the plans for the ocean city inlet from 1934 which i think is awesome and then todd got away and we're gonna we're gonna talk about todd's getaway and social media but before that we always like to start with a commercial from our favorite company and this week our favorite company is the um, Toddcast. What is the real name of this? Daydreaming on Delmarva. <laughs> Daydreaming so on Delmarva. We started referring to this as the Toddcast colloquially a long time ago, and mm-hmm. we've changed the name several times. And I, it's just a Toddcast in my head. It says Toddcast right. on my um, on my calendar when my kids text me. They're like, "Are you Toddcasting now?" It's just that's that's just the vernacular. Right, um, right. So, so anyway, so day drinking on Del Marva is our sponsor because we have a new toy, or or Todd has done a little bit of extra work. I guess it's it's a good way to say. And uh, so, yeah, you go ahead. Well, and uh, I, it was fun. We talked last week. I thought it was a great uh, conversation. I don't know this uh, planning, a, like for the half hour before starting the show, is really reaping some great benefits. Um, but yeah, I I think this is a tool. One of the uh, AI tools that we worked or spoke about last week that um, I hope can elevate our social media presence and, and get some things out there. Maybe some things that I can use in, in a newsletter type thing that I've talked about. But what I'm going to do is I, it's, I'm going to tell you what I did and then I'm going to play just a little bit of it because it's six minutes long. But understand that I uploaded the entire video from last week's show. Uh, onto this uh, this website called Picturely. Uh, it has a watermark on it. I've got the free version. And uh, we, we talked about transcribing for you for interviews last week. Right. Uh, and this does that, but then there's also an AI component that will find highlights. Now, it's not perfect, um, but it, I mean, I, the, it, it turned out pretty, pretty interesting. So without further ado, let me, let me play the first 30 seconds. Or so. And you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about culture, history, and life on the Delmarva Peninsula. But each week we start the show with a commercial from one of our favorite local companies. And uh, thank you for the introduction. Daydreamingfunlife.com. <laughs> we do. So, I mean, I, it was... Getting right to the point, it's a little jumpy and yeah. things, but it, uh, you know, the, the neatest thing I think about it is that it selects a, uh, it, it does the transcript, and if if you saw the video, you're you're also watching, uh, you can see the uh, subtitles at the bottom. That's very cool. Go ahead. 
and and uh, and you can pick and choose like what sentences you want in, and in an instant they're either added or removed. So uh, you know this might be a fun little thing. Maybe don't maybe not have the AI pick which sentences, but just to easily go back and and highlight a, a certain section that we can that we can use for socials. Yeah, my my only. It's not even a critique. It's a suggestion in case it's in beta. A, a crossfade button would fix all of those things immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, even because there's audio crossfades too. I use audio crossfades all the time in my own audio editing. And yes. uh, yeah, if you, if there was like a crossfade button, that would have been absolutely perfect. Except for right. the part where I forget that we record this video. I mean, I, I see that we're recording the video, but it doesn't occur to me. And to see me struggling, like at, at one point, I, my eyes are closed and I'm like, what are the words that are coming next? <laughs> you actually do that a lot. I feel I, like it, yeah, it's, that's that's my trick. I can keep talking as long as I push the words out in front of me <laughs> with my mind. <laughs> yes. It's like I'm reading a script that I'm writing four tenths of a second ahead of when they're coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, my whole life is like that. It's. It's funny. One of the things that I do, and I've talked to other people who do this, so it's not just my psychosis, um, <laughs> but it is kind of a psychosis. I have fake arguments all the time with right. myself mm-hmm. and I remember them. And so then if that argument ever comes up in real life, I people are like, wow, you you just, you know, I, I really I'm not that smart. I'm not that quick. I, I had this argument already a couple of weeks ago and I just remembered what I said you right. know, to myself, you know, while I was walking around and my wife's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So sometimes maybe, I, maybe I get up and go ahead. Maybe it's the writer because, or, or the, uh, the mark of a writer. Cause my son does the same thing. You can hear him having arguments with himself, like in the shower and he wants to be a writer. So I, maybe that's, maybe there's something to that. Well, I think the blessing of a curse and the curse, and I've spoken with Stephanie Fowler, our our friend and and a fellow author and a publisher um, about this. One of the things that you learn or that 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 helps as you become a writer and then once you're writing, it just becomes part of your life. You never have a minute to yourself. Every Mm -hmm. every experience I have is the experience I have and also me telling the story in the future about the experience I'm having now. Yeah. And yeah. that it's, it's a dual, it's a weird dual existence. And um, I recently, not too recently, but I, I read a Stephen King book or I read something from Stephen King. It's something that he brings up a lot. And he's like, people are always like, where do you get your ideas? Where do you get your ideas? Where do you get your ideas? If I were to talk to Stephen King or or any of like high level writer like that, that wouldn't be my question. My question is like, how do you shut the ideas up long enough <laughs> right, to finish right. one thought? You know, and uh, we, we were yeah. talking before we started. I've had a little computer problem and I've been going through my stuff and I found so many muchly completed works mm-hmm. that I will never get to. You know, the, yeah. the stories in my head will die in my head no matter what. If I live to be a thousand. Right. Um, I I came up with three new stories last night. One is going to be a blog post, so that'll be easy and I'll do it. But, you know, the question isn't where where do the stories come from? The question is, how do you stop them from coming for long enough to write one down? I, I, 
it's similar but different. I often find myself out of an experience because I'm thinking how I wish I was recording the experience. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's a uh, I need to be uh, I need to be capturing this. And, right. But, but then also, as we were talking, I have a ridiculous amount of footage that um, I would love to get to, but they haven't made uh, eighth day of the week. And that day I'd, I'd probably be do, doing something else anyway. Yeah. So, so my, my, my new year's resolution effective immediately is I'm not coming up with any new ideas until I burn through at least five of the old ones. So there you go. No more new ideas from me. <clears throat> um, each week we like to talk about one cool thing that happened to us during the week because we lived here, because we work here. And uh, this week Todd is going to talk about his experience. And I think that's going to bring us into a social media discussion right up until the history portion of the show. Right. Well, yeah. And uh, as we often talk about, one of the best parts of living here is getting away from here. Um, and uh, <laughs> maybe more so for you. Uh, I do jo enjoy it here. But we uh, had a little high school reunion, uh, just an impromptu. Some friends of ours uh, bought a cabin up in the Poconos area or just outside the Poconos area, I guess, technically. Was it Toby Hanna by any chance? No, uh, Eagle Eagle Rock Resort. I don't that's know. Right. Toby, Toby Hanna is where that. where my murder took place. Oh, that's right. No, this was um, what's the? Uh, it was a it was a small small old town that was named after a person. Anyway, it was uh, it was a great getaway, and I mean, I, one of the great things about this area is its central location to uh you know everywhere so we had friends from new york i have to interrupt you it wasn't jim thorpe was it yes it was that is one of the coolest towns on the east coast it was really neat it was really neat now we were about 20 minutes outside of that but still driving through that um was yeah it's it felt very harper's ferry but almost like better somehow because it was like all right there it, it it looked like a lego village you know yeah no it is a super 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 cool town um yeah. and you should look up jim thorpe i don't know if you know about jim thorpe or not he's is it a, the olympian yeah it's a sporting he's a sporting legend and mm -hmm. um they stripped him of his medals because he did like a dog food commercial or something really like mm. he was a he was a native american and it was a really yes. kind of like very petty thing but they named the town after him and uh my uh my uncle step uncle is there such a thing my my aunt's second husband is uh buried there in jim thorpe i went to a funeral there and ever since going i've been like this is a great weekend getaway it's it's on my short list to to go yeah. back well and it, it was uh it was four hours from here and you know we used to have a cabin up in Western Maryland and that's five hours. And, you know, that hour difference is, is pretty big. I think if you're going just for, you know, a, a long weekend mm -hmm. and, um, and like I said, it's like everybody uh, from DC, Baltimore, Frederick area can scoot over friends from New York came down. Um, and, you know, it's just, uh, it, it was great. It was great to catch up and it was great to, remember you know uh why a good group of friends is continues to be a good group of friends 
uh, you know, somebody making the comment about how everybody in the group like very much values creativity and the arts, you know, uh, one of my friend's daughters is in a, like a, you know, a, a fame, uh, the TV show type school, uh-huh, school uh, of the arts. All, all of, all of the other, uh, kids are very creative and, uh, you know, well supported by, by their parents. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a great opportunity to, um, to get away and to, to see friends and, and sort of rekindle some of those, uh, some, some of those fun things. And, you know, everybody, so we're, we were all class of 91. So like all of the guys from, uh, the trip are, are, are turning 50 this year. So f- plans have already been made for a couple celebratory things. And, uh, you know, one comment was made that, you know, it's not like we got together and, uh, talked about all of the ailments that we have. That was a lot of, it was a lot of reliving memories. And it's like, Oh, remember when your wife threw up at your wedding and, you know, and, uh, and that sort of thing. So one of the really interesting things about turning 50 that I didn't quite get until I turned 50 was that you're not necessarily trying too hard. When I was a kid, uh, kid, when I was in my early twenties, I would, I was a DJ. I would do like weddings, bar mitzvahs, mm-hmm. blah, blah. and I did a number of 50th birthday parties. And, you know, these are people who were turning 50 in 1990. So these were a lot of doo-wop kids and early yeah. 60s kids. Oh, cool. And I was always like, when I'm 50, I'm not going to be like that. These guys are just trying too hard to pretend that they're cool. Yeah. And then I realized as I, I probably realized it by the time I was 35. But when I turned 50, it really rang my bell. I'm like, oh, I'm not. When I hang out with my friends, it's just like hanging out with my friends all the time. It's just when you're yeah. older, all your friends are older too. Yeah. And it's yeah. not trying to be cool and it's not reliving glory days, which I had thought as a younger person. It's as long as you're not just talking about old times, but as long as you're talking about like what's going on now, and as long as you're having new ideas and you're you're just being yourself, it's just, you know, you're not as pleasant to look at as you were 30 years ago. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it is great to, um, I, well, I think that's the thing. I feel like the concern is, um, you know, once, once you, uh, I, I think it was, uh, Louis CK who, who said it about, uh, you know, you, uh, after you turn 50, if you or one of your friend dies, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, well, they were over 50. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, as long as you're not like going down that road of, um, you know, the ailments or, you know, the, the, the bumps in the road and instead reflecting on the, the good times and then, yeah. And then still having a great time. It was, uh, it was a karaoke weekend. Um, That's splendid. Uh, Un, unplanned and the kids were into it as much as the adults uh there was a lot of drinking which just you know it was just a very boisterous and uh and and fun fun time 
Um, what I wanted to talk about was I actually saw it, which is kind of rare. Um, mm. I saw that you put pictures on Instagram and I've been mostly off social media, but I check Instagram to see if I can get a extra picture of my grandkids or, or whatever. And every time I go on Instagram, I see three or four photos and then it's want to look at reels. Want to look at reels. Want to, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah. you know, I want to go back and just look at, and just look at the pictures. And it really just, every time I go on, which is, every couple of days it just it's like you're wasting your time you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna see what you want you're you're going to see what they they you're going to see Are, what you were avoiding on tiktok and snapchat is what is right. what you're going to see well uh, and, and it's just go ahead I, and i feel like uh i can't remember if we talked about it this week but i i feel like in my opinion maybe this is me getting older in the target market but facebook has I have found enjoyable. Um, you know, I, every time I've opened Facebook, I've seen, you know, pictures of uh, friends, kids, and I've seen people we know. Like, yes, oh. there's there are ads there, um, and there's still the one, you know, crazy person that pops up in the feed. But I feel like it's been a lot more of like, oh, these, as I'm as I'm scrolling through, these are people that I know. And so much <laughs> of Instagram is people I don't know. And I, I, yeah, I think that's interesting. I wonder if, I wonder if they're trying to separate us, like, you know, like a herd of cattle, like, okay, if, if you like, maybe they caught the message, older people just want what they want. And mm -hmm. we'll put it on Facebook because culture has decided that old people and Facebook go together and yeah. budding, um, influencers now go go to instagram so that they can um they can do their instagram thing and yeah it's 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 become a, an awful lot i've i've started messing around i'm sorry i've been meaning to say this for weeks we are both on be real and if you're oh, yeah. on be real yeah. i would love it if you would be my friend because i only have not only i have todd i have my wife <laughs> i have a writer guy that i know in pennsylvania and i have a russian woodworker and those are oh, my fun. four friends, and um, and it's cool. How did and, and how did you come across the Ru the Russian woodworker? He friended me, and I'm 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 still in friend you back mode. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to look for friends. So if you are are my age or anywhere near my age, shouting distance. If you're over thirty, mm. be prepared that everyone on there is like twelve years old. And if you're over thirty and a guy, <laughs> don't befriend them. Stop it. You know. <laughs> Because you can you can kind of scroll through and see, you know, you can look for friends on Be Real, but all of them are children. And I don't want to have friends so desperately that I'm going to befriend, you know, a 14 year old kid from Kansas, you know, yeah. even though he yeah. takes, you know, fun and cool pictures. I'll just, you know, I'll just see what the what the feed gives me. But if you're not familiar with Be Real, it goes off once a day and you take a picture of yourself and what you're doing and it uses both sides of your camera takes both pictures at essentially the same time and then mm -hmm. your friends can see what you look like and what you're looking at. And it's just, it's goofy and it's not, there's no way to promote it. There's no way to sell anything. There are no click through link in the bio. Maybe there are, I don't even know. It's yeah, just a yeah. fun way to still have social media without having to do any work. It reminds you to post once a day, you post once a day, you can't post twice a day. You can't yeah. scroll for more than five minutes after five minutes it stops showing you new things. So it's like, yeah, 
It's it's well it's, and it's genuinely. The, the, so anyway, I'm by Tony Russo on that. Go ahead. Yes, uh, by Tony Russo on uh, Be Real, and uh, one of the ingenious things I feel is that it's like when you take a picture, you can't see yourself when it takes that picture. So that you know, so it you have to you have to be real. And then the other thing is that at the end of the year, um, I picked it up at last spring and they, they put together a fun little, uh, collage. And I, as I had one friend say is like, wow, are you ever not editing? Because there's yeah. lots of times where, and it's like, Oh, this is great. This actually shows me working, uh, as opposed to, you know, yeah, out everybody of the bar. thinks, yeah, being out of the bar. So it's like, yeah, the, well, the only frustrating thing about that is sometimes I'll sit down and it'll go off. And I'm like, really? I, the last four days have been in front of the, you know, yeah, at whatever, yeah. It, you know, it would be nice to take to take. It's also a reminder of how little I do. I mean, it's either a picture of me in my office or me in my living room. Yeah. Um, occasionally me watching television, but I've I've gotten away from television more and more just as I've gotten away from social media more and more. And um Although I did watch the movie The Menu, and if you haven't seen it, I can recommend it. Um, yes, it is. Did have you seen it? It is very strange. We, we watched it. It was. I somebody characterized it as more of like a dark comedy than a thriller, but it's somewhere in. in oh that, yeah, yeah. It's mix. it's 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 got it's got a whodunit uh, aspect to it. All the performances I think are fantastic. The the premise is like how much. How much you hate the people who make your food is just it's done so well. Yeah, uh, it's it, it, it's it's done so well. I, I quite I quite enjoyed it. So I, I can recommend that um, it gets a little it, it, there. There there is some violence. If violence isn't your thing. It's not awful, but it's real. You know, it's there's enough of it right. that it get an R rating. Um, yeah. All right, so let's just speed ahead here. I'm sorry we talked so long about that, but I do want to talk about Ocean City. Who doesn't? <laughs> so, as you know, each week, or may, maybe you do not know, but each week we go through the newspaper and pick out an old story, and I read it to Todd, and we try to t- talk about fun things that have happened here in the past. And in this story, the headline is, Ocean City Taps New Wealth. Inlet expected to create fishing center at Shore Resort. And this is by Gerald Griffin in the Baltimore Sun on uh, the 20th of May, 1934. So right before, um, right before Labor Day weekend. 1934. 1934. And the story is mostly about how they're going to, um, how the how this new inlet is going to help Ocean City, and it's a it's a two page it's a two page article, and um, I, I just want to read you some of the highlights because one of, one of the highlights. Well, let me let me get started. Um, with one crew of workmen laying a stone jetty out into the sea, another rebuilding and strengthening the causeway from the mainland, and a third dredging or drudging as Eastern shoremen apply. Uh, <laughs> down in the down in the Cinepuxin Bay, Ocean City is looking forward to a pleasant summer. As a matter of fact, Maryland's seashore is 
hoping for a succession of pleasant summers and winters too for the work now in progress not only is providing jobs for a number of worcester countyans it also means the resort at least is starting to realize a long-standing ambition while it is not an official amusement on, on the official amusement calendar for the seashore seashore city uh the construction work will probably also furnish no end of diversion for vacationers, for there are ample opportunity to stand on the boardwalk and watch crews building the jetty. As an entertainment feature, the work should rank with the new office building or a sign painter in action. <laughs> hey, there wasn't a lot to do in 1938. <laughs> 34. 34. There will also be the, the unusual sight of watching boats sail in and out of the new inlet. Cut by the That's tremendous nice. storm last August. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So th- what month was this written in? Just like this uh, is May nineteen thirty four. So this is uh, the Memorial. Was Memorial Day a thing in nineteen thirty four? How mm, old is Memorial I, Day? I don't know. That's a great question. There hadn't been a Second World War yet at this point, so I'm wondering. <laughs> You know, I mean, there already was Veterans Day, but I don't know if there was a Memorial Day yet. We hadn't really racked up enough wars maybe to make it. Um... Maybe, maybe they were uh, memorializing the creation of the jetty because that sounded like what all the hubbub was. Well, there is a, a photo here and I'm I'm going to steal it. And I apologize to whatever stringer. He didn't even get credit, um, but I'm going to I'm going to put this photo in the newsletter so if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter you should it's a photo of the jetty being built and it's a photo from underneath the boardwalk and you're saying to yourself wait the boardwalk's nowhere near the jetty and i'm saying to you yes that's true so this is a picture that just doesn't exist anywhere there are two cranes out on what's clearly the the jetty that's there today or you know yeah it's it's the right place but if you can imagine a so right now it's a parking lot. If you can imagine right. a boardwalk at the edge of the parking lot, that is where this was taken. Um, this is where this photo was taken. And it's it's just absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. The idea that one of the other things that I wanted to point out for people who know a little bit about Ocean City history. I never heard of this storm. I heard of the storm in 64 that cut the inlet. Oh, and so there's another storm in the future. Um, but the storm huh. that cut the inlet was in 1920. There was one inlet. And then another one had cut an inlet closer to the 30s. And then there was another one coming in the 1960s. The other thing I want to, I want to, this isn't huh. a vocabulary test, but are you familiar with the term causeway? Sure. So do I know what it means? Yes. You know what a causeway is? (laughs) I'm going to say that it's a water bridge between two bodies of water. It's a land bridge between two bodies of water. Oh, so there was a land bridge to ocean city in the 1930s. There were no bridge bridges. Oh, how crazy is that? That is crazy. So is that even possible? Well, the, the the new storm hadn't come along yet. (laughs) 
but I guess after a while, you stop rebuilding the causeway and build a, and build a freaking bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a dredge causeway again. Dredge. Um, so the uh, the dredge work has been seven miles below Ocean City in the six Sitapaxan Bay, clearing a channel that is about six feet deep from the water adjoining the Shinkatigue Bay, 100 feet wide at the juncture with the Shinkatigue Bay. The channel will be increased to 150 feet when it reaches the Ocean City. Ocean City, the dredge, which started work in the winter, has advanced about half of the 13 miles of its course, pumping the sand from the channel and forming numerous small islands along the way. Ah. So these are the these are the Bay Islands that are there now. Yeah, being built by the dredging, which I I didn't know. I thought much of that was natural. I didn't know that those you know, they're always like, we're going to lose those islands. Well, we, we put the islands there less about 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, that, um, that is ahead. interesting. No, and, it's just, I mean, I think it's a, uh, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, I've, I lost it. So the other thing that's really interesting about this is this is this is the start of the search for marlins and the dr- bringing of marlins into ocean city i read two other stories um when i was searching for this one one is that the cost i think did i say it out loud during the show or did i tell you before the show it was 27 million dollars to do the work that in 1935 would get done um to to finish the project ended up costing about um i'm sorry it was one million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in 1935 which works out to be about $27 million today. But the story that was the most tantalizing, and I'll bring it up, and then I'll see if I can find the real story for next week, because I think it's cool. Um, I'm going to read a letter to the editor. Um, It goes like this. It's from 1939. Uh, Just because all of these boats are operating out of Ocean City does not make them catch their... Marlins off of the Maryland coast. I am sure you read in the papers about the first Marlin caught last season off Ocean City, Maryland, being presented to President Roosevelt. (laughs) Well, this first Marlin was caught two miles south of Winter Quarter Light Shipping, which is off the Virginia coast. Uh, If you will take a chart, you'll see that it is about uh, the... Maryland Virginia line as it turns offshore you will find that the jack spot famous for Marlin is 90% off the Virginia coast. Uh do you know the jack spot? I I definitely have heard of the jack spot. Yes, the jack spot I was fortunate enough to watch them throw all of those subway cars into the oh, ocean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Down at the jack spot because it is the place where um people people fish for marlins so i would love to find the story of roosevelt getting like i would love to find the picture of roosevelt getting a uh an ocean city marlin uh the first ocean city marlin the first of the year the first celebrating this you know there's so much there's so much here like they dug they dug the inlet so they could start fishing they caught some marlin and gave the first one to the president is how i think it works out yeah, um, and how we become the white marlin capital of the world, and also the subsequent money that goes into those uh, fishing tournaments. Oh that yeah, that's is, uh, 
un, it's just ridiculous. It's it's a it's. I don't want to. I you don't want to start me off on this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this is a New Deal project. It says here at the bottom, um, this is the last of three articles saying the progress and prospect of the New Deal in its major phases. And so this is 1934. This is right after, uh, you know, this is five years after the, the stock market crash. And, you know, um, I guess a full 90 years before uh, Good, Sleep, Good Clean Fun Life website started. Just, just a hop, of, skip, and a jump away. Just kind of locate you in time. So that's the that's the that's the news from from the past, and uh, I think that it was it was fun to uh, to to kind of yeah. visit that. And like I said, if you um, subscribe to the newsletter, I'll, I'm going to cut this picture out and share it because yes, it would you be definitely fun. Should. You definitely should. And speaking of the uh, of the newsletter, I wanted to say thank you to uh, Iz- Izzy Gritz, who who liked our um, who liked the post from last week on on Substack. So yeah, uh, you know there, there's 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 movement out there. there. Tony's out there making things happen. Making things happen. Um, I'd rather say it on the air than off the air. That's my mom. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you to your mom. Yeah, she likes all my stuff. Long-time listener. Well, what what happened is I've been cross-posting to the last week I didn't and it hurt us. Um we've we've talked before about and and thank you all for listening. Fewer people listened when I didn't share it to the other two feeds, which I had mm. been doing. Um but putting it out on Thursday and sharing it to the two other feeds got us the most listeners um people were willing to listen if i sent it to them but i guess the subscribership didn't go up that much because also i posted weird thank you for those of you who listened last week i posted on like sunday but this will be back out this will be out tomorrow now that i've got my computer all in in order and um with with all of the with all of the fun things that i have just promised and we ran a little bit over so that's worth saying thank you for hanging out with us but i got nothing else anyway how about you i got nothing All right. Well, remember, until next time at the beach, it is happy hour whenever you say it is.